What's good? Welcome to another episode of The Last Man in Lagos. Yes, sir. Super excited to review today's film. It was actually super spontaneous because the plan wasn't to watch this one. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, I was told about this film. We've heard about the film. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It sounds super exciting. It sounds like the vibe right now. I feel like I feel like this movie is like pretty monumental for like the pod because this is like the first fresh Yeah. Like the first fresh watch. That's like a new movie. Yeah. Just like just for context, we we finished the movie like ten minutes ago. 10 minutes ago yeah. So this is straight from the dome, fresh reaction, like fresh off the press, first ideas, you know, all of that kind of stuff in terms of how I feel about the film. Did we already say the title? Yeah. No, 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 we didn't. It's called Hustle. Hustle. Netflix Hustle. Yeah, by Netflix. Pretty nice film. Um, just to talk about like the general idea of the plot. It's well, well how would you do it? Underdog from Yeah, yes, yeah, so, underdog sorry. basketball story, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, but it's like it takes more than one perspective. Aside from the perspective of the basketball player, yeah, looking at the perspective of like a coach slash agent. basketball scout, yeah, agent, scout agent kind of thing. Yeah. Just someone that wants to be in the game. To be honest, I like that it's from his perspective, from like the scout's perspective. Okay, facts, facts, facts. Yeah. Um, some of the names that we can see here, because it's like a lot of. My dad was saying that yeah, this is a pretty star-studded cast, okay. and I was like, uh, oh yeah, for real. I didn't really peep. But as you watch it, you see so many faces that you're familiar yeah. with. In for this, this would be a nice watch, like you mentioned, for any NBA, NBA or basketball fan. fan. Honestly, we're just gonna be geeking throughout. I mean, not geeking, geeking because nah, to they be don't fair, have, but yeah, this they don't have that, those guys. But this is not that long, bro. You'll be smiling like it's something that like that. I feel like the inclusion of all these like cameos, people, you know, cameos, it keeps people going mm-hmm. like, to the end. I keep you invested because yeah, it feels like it's, it's like, a real life. Who story. else are you gonna see? You get me? How does it connect to like? You know, just gives you that like it, it's like a story feel for like the NBA. You mm-hmm. know? It's like, yeah. Rather than just like watching, you know, it feels like story or something that like you're there's part a story. Of. You get yeah. me. You're part of it. You can see like you spoke about like what we're watching, like from the very beginning of like a player's like career to like how they actually get into the league. Mm-hmm. So it's like really, it's pretty decent to see that told in a very and there's so many like feel good way. Word. So many themes that I think this movie to light that, that i really 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 enjoy i think one of the stuff that typically we've watched a lot of everybody i think at some point would have watched like a sports film yeah at some time either it would be like a you know rocky or a south yeah. or friday night live or any given sunday or go or go, go which other ones can i think of the ones that come true from the dome yeah. like so many nice um you know film movies um sports movies mm-hmm. and typically it's like somebody from like um uh, underprivileged background, yeah, like the they have, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they have like an adversity. They have to come up with this, but the sport helps them take them away from that you difficult know. time they're having, and they put into everything into the sport, partially to go pro, partially as a hobby. But like, it's not hacking. It's more about the passion, you know. It's more about the passion, fact. But they eventually find a way and they do it, right? Yeah. So what's cool is like, I already knew what was the vibe was gonna be coming into it, mm-hmm. but I liked how they kept it fresh. And different with some of the things that he did yeah like i feel like just the fact alone that it was from like the scout the, the story is it's really about the scout it's really about the scout if i'm being, being honest like, really but, about the scout. but because like the scout subject yeah. is the, the basketball player you we can't end help up but thinking it's about you know, the basketball player right and but i, I feel really like that's what like makes it sort of like different mm-hmm. from like you know regular you know sports films because i focus on the actual sports yeah. athlete than the coach than the coach you know so the coach is actually Adam Sandler. And one thing I did want to say about, on about Adam Sandler as we were doing all of this is that like 
I like how he's trying to carve a new lane for himself in movies in okay. general and like movie history. Okay. Because Adam Sandler was typically just like you know the funny dad, yeah, yeah. the funny like dad figure. That's the quirky like, comedy, you know, genre of like very. Film. The box True. was very very tight, bro. Yeah, I feel you. But you know, I think he took some time off and he did Uncle James. I'm pretty sure I'm missing other films. Shout out twenty four in his catalog. But this is another one that you can add in there and be like, well, yeah. I'm an accomplished actor that, like, you know, has freaking range. You know, I mean, not to, not to take anything away from, like, comedy, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, because, like, we're so used to him doing, like, a style, it's, like, you can sort of be, like, held down as, as an actor or, like, as a performer. So, like, yeah. I feel like with roles like this, and especially on Cut Gems, we saw, like, another side of a him. Crazy range, bro. You know, so it's, like, oh, he's, like, because we, once you, like, stick to one lane, especially comedy, you might just be, like, we tend to think that okay this guy's just a funny guy there's no like real like method acting or like you know just applying yourself mm-hmm. you're just being funny mm-hmm. but like with like movies like this and uncle gems as well you know he showed us that side like oh okay i'm a funny guy but this acting thing too like you know like i'm, I'm about really that acting, game too bro like you know so yeah and this one, it, the idea is he. It's set in uh, Philadelphia. That is that is like the, the main area. Yeah. And like they have, they got NBA licenses, so we see like logos, we see players, we see like it feels like yeah. we're part of the league. You, you know, know like that's like what makes like it's the reality of it that makes it like fun to watch. It makes like, it fun okay, to watch. Because it like, feels like a twenty-first century. You get me? Story. It would be a different thing if they were like trying to like emulate these things mm-hmm. like just like a knockoff like and make you feel really, like okay i see what they're just giving for, you like the idea of like but they the gave NBA, us you know, like thing. the fact that they managed to get like you know licenses and stuff i won't be surprised Respect. if netflix came to mb and be like you want to oh make yeah a movie. like like and honestly, this happened because like they have a lot of the, the main character that's the basketball player what's yeah, his name again one true herman gonick Juancho Hernan Gomez yeah he plays for the Utah Jazz too an actual basketball player and I just love how like athletes are acting because like it's, it's not really acting because they, they do do this shit I mean for real, on his though. part on his part like no like regardless the emotional, of like, playing, the emotional range for he the acted him and Anthony Edwards bro him and Anthony Edwards was one. Bro. he probably had fun with that shit bro. yes because <laughs> yes. Anthony Edwards like, plays the role of the villain the villain I guess thing, where he's like yeah. in the I think we're getting ahead of ourselves, okay. but he, he does a really good job there too as well. So Adam Sandler's character, he is uh, an agent, he works for the 76ers, mm-hmm. and the idea is that he travels around the country looking for like underground, European, African, mm-hmm. like any underground basketball this players talent, people don't know honestly. about, talent scouts, and try and bring him through. But he's had a tough time in his career, we can tell that he's kind of like in his stock position yeah, at he, his current role he at, to be at 76. He wants to be a coach. That he wants kind to be of a thing. coach. He wants to like move up, but like this role he's currently at, it's like he's always going to be stagnant. So mm-hmm. it's like, what next? What next? What next? But he does get the opportunity. Yeah. The owner of the of the team says like, you know what? You know, when I saw you, when I brought you in, you, I love your your tenacity and the fact that you fight for your people. You're going to be the new assistant coach and everything, and it's going to be lit. So he actually <laughs> becomes the assistant coach, but the the owner dies. But unfortunately, him and Ona's son don't see eye to eye. They are, they are very opposing characters in this story. Yeah. And basically, he's the head coach for like a second. And homeboy is like, yeah, we need you back. Um, scouting because you're invaluable to the team. Mm. Clearly, this is him just taking shots and trying to hurt this guy. 
But like that's just how it is in real life. Once people have that's power true. play, they're gonna use that power play and like dunk on you, unfortunately. So he's pretty sad because he's wanted to coach. But like what's he gonna do? Quit like he's gonna look for another team. He has history here. And one thing I wanna do say is that like I find it crazy how like me as I was watching this film. I was like, bro, don't quit, don't quit. You have to find a way to like work it because you don't like, want to lose your job. But like in reality, bro, like why should he stay in this kind of place? Facts. You know? Even me as like somebody that's outside and this is a movie. I think I have me in a movie. I still wanted him in this guy, right? You know, to like stick to it and try and find a way to make it work. I mean he did. He did, you know, but like to, yeah, a, to a certain degree. To a certain yeah. degree, but I just found it crazy that like even me as someone watching outside of mm, the story. You can see that this is not a healthy place for him to be yeah but i still but felt like, like bro you have to just stick with your job honestly, and that just says a lot about how i and like us as a society in general look at like people in roles like your livelihood is so important but like we're not we're not willing to take a risk on for our dream true i mean like for the most part i feel like we're just especially him like he's like a very like personification of what i'm about to say like mm-hmm. we're very low-key deep down we're still very optimistic mm-hmm. that things you know can't get better or close. like there's gonna be that breakthrough but it's like man sometimes a healthy place is not a healthy place a healthy place is not a healthy place sir a, an unhealthy place is not a, is, is an unhealthy place crazy how i said what you mean <laughs> for and and think about it be, be like that group thing <laughs> so yeah, um what happened then so yeah he'd been demoted he's now back on his uh scouting on the, on the streets on the streets again bro <laughs> then he finds this young homeboy in, in passing actually in spain bro just random guy and he starts to effort the game his game is like bro you should be let's run this shit bro obviously we're not going to go into details into like the adversities that they face together yeah. while he was trying to get into recruit but the, the basketball player bo he has his own background things that he's been going through and basketball is more of like an outlet for him you know you know they, they, there's, there's a little bit of like they talk they talk about what, what would i call it themes of like you know kids who's lost their fathers yeah. like he doesn't have a father figure and, and that, he like has how a uh-huh. it impacts you know how he lives his how life lives. you know mm-hmm. so it's basketball is sort of like that escape you know and you know secondary thing that affects Bo is the fact that he has a daughter mm. but his uh daughter's mother also left him too so like that is left him mom yeah. has left him so he's having like issues with trusting people and letting people in so naturally he was mistrusting of this guy that wants to come and say yo come play basketball bro i'm gonna give you all this money but he does take the risk and you know he does work through it and he starts to like work it but what's messed up is that like even after bringing this guy in the owner of the team the son he's like um yeah no, i'm not feeling this guy bro yeah. you need to go back out there that's really just to like spike you know as yeah as at that point i'm saying that's like character mm-hmm. that's really just for that because like because at the beginning we i was thinking that okay obviously he's trying to do a power play but you know at this point after you told him oh go out get a new player for have a new player and get your job back and become a coach you just need that spark oh, and it's like this guy is the guy but Brody's like, nah, I'm not seeing it, I'm not feeling it. And at that point, you can tell that, yeah, this guy is gonna do whatever to just mess with you. Kind of like, I don't even want to make real life comparisons. <laughs> that's not, that's not. But generally, that was the point when the movie I was gonna say, you know what, yeah, you should be leaving this place now. Because clearly, it's not gonna go anywhere. And he did. He did to leave. Yeah. He decided to quit. But at that point, clearly, this guy is. And that is, at that point, it's like. It's like extremely risky because like you like human beings like you like we like safety mm-hmm. like security rather security is you know? the word yeah 
so it's like at that point it's not just him like he's messing with like his his, his like family, livelihood because he has his a family kid. and Bo as well. Bo as well, Bo as well. So it's like you for that kind of thing. There's a certain. It's either like you're assured you're gonna make it, or there's this level of like belief. belief like you know, like so, like that's why I like really like his role. Like he didn't really do too much as far as like stretching himself, mm-hmm. but like for the role he played, it yeah, exactly, he played it well. Like just the subtle things and just embodying that. You know that what's the word? that belief that he had that this guy was gonna be that guy that's gonna like break it through for him and for himself and some of those things are like really showed um Adam Sandler's character what was mm. his running name in the thing they called him dude double yeah double 22 that was like his number when he was still playing yeah. I can't remember his running I name. cannot but they just called him this. that's we use a lot of nicknames <laughs> I think it's basketball bro. facts 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 but yeah, you know, Adam Sandler's character, he, he loves the game of basketball a lot. And he's always wanted to be involved in the league and try and be that main guy. But he played, like, in the collegiate level, going through an accident yeah. from, like, driving under influence, went to jail and lost everything. So he kind of, like, understands Bo and, like, his point of view. But Bo had a similar issue in his past that people wanted to, like, use that as a reason for him not to like try out or play and you know become successful yeah. even though obviously the thing about it is that obviously if somebody does a bad thing you don't want to support bad people but, but there's still context in situations people don't want to use context a lot of the time when it doesn't fit their narrative agenda bro agenda is a real epidemic don't even get me started on agenda and sports bro <laughs> like that's something I'm fighting on a daily basis <laughs> AFC, all, all guys all most most sports fans true, they true. are really on agenda they don't really care about um like me- the media's feeling about context yeah. about analysis about because like everybody knows like in any scenario you can paint somebody as the bad guy when reality they're not the bad guy true but it's just it's incredible that when people are giving that accusation or that headline they don't take the time to think about that other side mm. and be like oh is it possible that it's not it's interesting. I think we want to believe negative shit first. Just for the most part. I know I went to a bit of a tangent. <laughs> You're good, bro. I just like the way people think about stuff. But back to the movie, right? Uh, the, we, do, we can talk a little bit about like Anthony Edwards' character, Kermit, and like, the part that he played. Love, love, love. So he is... So Bo, the main character, he has to get through, you know, a series of like... Because he's not like on anyone's radar. Mm-hmm. So before he gets so drafted, he has to, you know, be known... You know, people have to take him seriously. So, to get to the draft, they have to get through the combine, which is like you know, the place for like you know, upcoming like talent to like showcase their skills know, their stuff. skills, so people so they can get on people's radars. You know, agents and you know, teams. So, Bo is at this point. Bo is you know on his way up. You know, is catching some eyes. So Kermit, played by Anthony Edwards, is really. He is the top guy, you know, the guy closest to Bo. You know, if they were going to be like, who's going to be number one, number two, drafted, it's probably going to be between both of them. So that's where this, you know, villain persona comes in, you know, try to like stamp that, okay, if there's going to be a number one, that's me, that's Mm -hmm. not you. My enemy is not sure. We're not enemy is not sure. No, I'm not trying to hurt him or anything. No, like a lot of like. No bad plays, but lots of like mental. Yeah, mental warfare. Mental warfare. That is the phrase. So obviously, like basketball, like any sport, it's a mental game as much as it's a physical game. So Mm -hmm. 
he does a great job at initiating and winning the mental battle with Bo. Like this is like it's something you gotta watch. I mean, if you already watch basketball, you sort of already have an idea. If you watch any sport, you know how like people just talk this talk. I mean, but like basketball is different because it's like it's one on one most of the time. Like you're in action yeah, yeah, as, as opposed to like one, you when know, it's like sport when you're like moving and stuff yeah like, so football. It's like football is like a, a lot bigger it's like mm-hmm. a lot larger scale but like basketball, yeah, basketball is, like really is like really close intimate. contact you, get you, gotta, you gotta speak so there's gonna be you're, you're gonna be able to say stuff to someone and they're gonna be able to hear it clearly, like, clearly. You cannot. so if you already watch basketball you already know like trash talking you know what it is and yeah Kermit does a lot of that yeah, stuff right? this is like well. this is like I feel like it's, it's different when you do this on the court, but like this is like in front of a camera, you're acting. Front, so exactly. that's why I like re- I really applaud like Anthony Edwards for this role. Bro, like you know. even the way like when <laughs> yes. he saw when the when yes. his daughter when his daughter came to when the game. When Bo's daughter, you know, came to the game and he was really on a run. And he just saw him Anthony wave Edwards at his daughter. Was like, okay. He just saw them wave them. He mm-hmm. saw this as okay, I can use this to get under this guy's skin. I mess with yeah, him. Bro. And he did that and he did it well. Not, I'm, I'm a bit conflicted as to whether that's like it's bad part play. of the game it's but it's part of the it's game it's not bad play because let me tell it's part so of the game the thing is that like if this was amateur and we're all playing in the park yeah. I think this is foul you shouldn't be doing this yeah thing. like that's a bit like you should, you, I mean, you, should like, talk, you should talk about me like if it's like I mean but where do you where do you, but, but, but where do you the reason why I say this is allowed is because like this is yeah, like you're fighting for the chance to okay. make millions like True. it might be a little bit dirty but like that's just the way we've we've Allow that to be part of our sport. If we yeah. want to talk about, like, you know, the the philosophy of, like, oh, what's right or wrong, yeah, you shouldn't be saying that stuff is wrong. Sure, sure. But as a society, we want this in our sport. You get what I'm saying? We yeah. like that edge to our sport. So people are okay with this. So because of that, because, the only place that this yeah. can stand is in a scenario where we're fighting in, like, a league where, like, you're paying money mm. to, to do it. So if, if you're prepared for that, come, let's play, you know? And you've got to be prepared for that because, like like we said, like basketball is, is equally, like, physical and it's equally mental. So, like... People are going to use anything if it means getting bro, a chip, That's what bro. I'm telling you. If like, it means getting this a This sport in general is more than just, like, talent, bro. Because, like, you can be that guy. But when you, like... If you're not confident for one... Like yeah. all those skills, like you can't be, you can't be explosive, you can't be. Mental game is really. Mental really, game really, is really that's really where it's at. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, you even if you have like the strongest mental, if you're not talented. I'm sorry for you. Like the combo is crazy. You, you need the talent. Like, you, you need, need the hard work. You need them, the mental like, game. One of one is not enough. One is not. You've got to have like a decent amount in like everything. I also want to add is important. Is like it's really cool to say that like you know Adam Sandler's character the coach yeah. is a great support in terms of like um not even like coaching him in sports but just coaching him in life and telling mm. him like giving him advice and stuff obviously every coach does that but i just like how he did it here yeah he didn't yeah. like want it to be more i didn't really see him scream at this guy like ever never i didn't see him to be ever. fair bull wasn't really, like it wasn't like a hothead it wasn't, a hothead. It wasn't like he had like it wasn't like he found michael jordan when it was vexing. When he was about to like blow up, like you mm-hmm. know, Bo was Bo was definitely Bo definitely wasn't a confident yeah. guy. He didn't see it in himself. True. But so Adam Sandler helped him bring out that self confidence and make him want to like really, really, really fall out. I don't know. In terms of like stuff that I take away from the movie, in terms of yeah, aside like the really sick cameos. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, the 21st century aspect of it. How they use technology in here. The way they did like it might seem corny and cheesy but like because the problem here was 
But, I mean, it's a feel-good movie. People was in, it was a feel-good movie for, for sure. Yeah. We don't have enough of those, so it's, it's nice to see one of those once in a so while. So, like, I feel like once, once, the fact that we know it's a feel-good movie, most corny things, you just gotta let you it slide. Be, you have to be down with it. It wasn't slide. even corny like that. Exactly. I just felt like it was a good use of social media. Because yeah. Because the problem I mean, with Bo was that, like, Bo had, like, an assault charge for fighting somebody yeah. before. That's how they always, they just say, oh, yeah, he fought somebody as well. And like the league didn't want to accept people didn't want to like give him the opportunity to try out or play and yeah, stuff like so that. So because of that, he can't get noticed. He can't get noticed. I like, need to get noticed to get to get picked and to get a job, mm. obviously, to play. So, so how did they do it? They're come like, in, come in social shoes. media. Mm-hmm. You know. And they do like you know this whole boat challenge where they go around different parks. And I thought that was very very smart. Um, obviously, I don't know how logistically that possible that is to do now. <laughs> Bro. But then again. The way he, he had framed Bo up was like, say, yo, this is a top 10 player. Yeah. So if you're a top 10 player, like, say KD did this, not many guys are going to get yeah, past true, KD. So I'm saying, so he was saying that, obviously, KD is like top three. But I'm trying to give you an idea, like, this guy was supposed to be, in, sen- you know. in, in the sense of the dire reality, this is a top 10 guy. In, in the, the future. In the future. That's, that's the way they were yeah. framing him. So generally, if you go to parks and you're facing the amateurs, and are saying they're oh, gonna cook those guys he's gonna cook those guys <laughs> if i'm being real like most nba guys will cook a yeah. lot of people in parks yeah, yeah. if you know if and if you really want to do well you want to scout the park beforehand then mm-hmm. you'll be able to eat well let's go to the good park but the idea was that you know this guy is really good he would go to a park and he'll be like yeah anybody can come at me one-on-one if you hit the rim you hit the rim <laughs> you get 50 bucks rim. if you hit, make a bu- bucket you get 100 bucks you if know, you do you 555 you one-on-one for five shots so. you, you get a thousand bucks and he would go there and i like that they did the first montage the first one was he, he played for like at least all day for hours and hours and somebody finally, finally hit the, the, the rim the whole park, <laughs> the whole park went crazy <laughs> and in my mind i'm like he just hit the, the rim, rim. <laughs> <laughs> and i just loved how they did shit like yeah, that bro. i thought yeah. it was really funny obviously that's not it's going to be quite difficult to join in real life I mean, like, like bro, I'm sure like, they could do it. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Imagine like, if MJ was NBA like, players, are, are they're not the just, they're not just good. Mm-hmm. They're also like professionals. So it's like, it's more than just knowing how to play. Like the, men, they know the skills, they know the skill, they, the mindset, the like, technique, you everything. know, so like they're always, most of the time they're going to be better than like guys that just pull up to the park and, you know, mm-hmm. poop. Yeah, it that really shone through. So like, honestly, this would be the same if KD said he wanted to do the same thing. Like the way we're watching a movie, mm-hmm. if Katie wanted to do it in real life, it would probably look like this. So, you know, because he did that stuff, did all the park challenges, people started to get to notice him. Adam Sandler's character was also so put together. Like, they put him up as he's been in the game for a long time in the backseat role. Yeah. So, he's like, he's known guys that were on, like, that had blown up from his college days, kept mm-hmm. contact with them. Because he's been working with the Sixers and they're traveling, he'll probably travel with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So he'll be able to talk to people, keep connections and stuff. And he did his best to pull on his connections yeah. to be able to like put Bo out there. But when things really hit the fan and they were not clicking, the scene where he was like trying to call people, trying to get anybody to yeah, give him a nobody chance, was. nobody was calling. And he was even giving an example like, yo, I used to do this thing for you guys year after year. Mm-hmm. And he asked for nothing. They're asking you guys for something. That's life, man. Bro, it's just crickets. And it's so sad. And a lot of people that end up like failing, tanking, not be able to achieve their dreams is because like lack of opportunity. Lack of opportunity yeah. and like, you know, no help. So here's a question I want to pose to you, just something like outside of the film. As people that want to like push for our dreams, should we expect help? Or should we only like 
go out there when we can have all the tools necessary to make things happen for ourselves. That's the thing, man. Like, it's nobody really has an answer to that question. It's a weird one because man. it's like you cannot expect help. But like, you gotta still ask, right? You gotta still try it. Like, yeah, like, how are you, like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, bro. Like, you've gotta, like, at least try. If you mm-hmm. don't, then okay, let's see what else. How else can we get here? Mm-hmm. You know, is there like a loophole? Is there like a side route? But like, you definitely, definitely don't expect because people are gonna do what's best know, for them. What's right? best for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like Especially you gotta do the same for yourself. Right? So. Do you know this artist called Jalil? Jalil, no, I don't think so. It's a TikTok artist. Right. Jalil, yeah. Oh, yes, That's how he says his name, bro. That's he's Nigerian. Okay. You, it's, you probably won't like him. <laughs> I like a few songs. I like a few of his songs. I said, no, put me on, put me on. He's very energetic. Chill, yeah. yeah. But I want to know why you brought him out. Because I, I watched the video. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the video on YouTube. And one okay. thing you were talking about is like, yeah. he, 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 um, parents are Nigerian immigrants, you know, okay. decided to do this music thing. Um, but the way he, he went about it was not really like, so his music is very like, funny. It's not, okay. even, not even, it's like, really like, Mosh pit, okay. turning up, play with Cardi, Jason kind of stuff. Boy. Yeah, and uh, he does. He grew up here, so he's. he's okay. not, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know how much of Nigeria he, he okay. he's been, okay. or how much he's seen. But he he acknowledged that at the very least. That's something, you know. So at least I know he still. He, but he went to on the video. They went to a Nigerian shop, which is not what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. at least he knows something about Nigerian food. So that's trying to like, paint the character. <laughs> it's what I said, Nigerian. I'm trying to paint the character. At least <laughs> okay, like okay, he mentioned yeah, Nigerian. He had Nigerian food on the video. <laughs> so like that was a conscious choice for a reason. But his whole thing was like, I haven't really blown up yet. I'm still pretty up and coming. But for me to get to this point, and he had to sleep on couches, giving random people my music. Mm. And like some people won't listen, some people would tell me it's ass, but like, you know, that's part of the game. And you just gotta keep going, right? So that's that that reminded me of this. Okay. Like, okay. you know, in any field, bro, like you're gonna have some else. You just gotta keep just just keep going, bro. Especially if you're really the most important thing is like if your product isn't hitting the marks it's supposed to hit and you're gonna keep going, just you have to also add that hard work to improve the product to get it to a place where people mm. want that product and are gonna like fight for your product so like as a musician you keep working on your music as an athlete you keep exercising which brings me to the exercise montage here and i think it's important <laughs> we have to talk about the montage bro it's really important you cannot peak, review peak feel good you cannot review any um athletic movie without a montage you have to talk about the montage peak it's so feel good bro it's so important like <laughs> Can you talk about Rocky without him running up the stairs? No, exactly. no way. It's not possible. No way. So they did the, the montage thing here. Yeah. And this montage was probably one of the longest montages Yo, I've ever seen. But, you know... It made sense. Because training isn't quick. Training true, is long. True. It's yeah, arduous. Like, it gave us that reality of it. Like, I'm like, we're still the here. Same way, the same way it dragged us. It's like how it's dragging like, the, it's the dragged athletes. in real life. Like... Like, you know, getting to that high level, it's not a one-day thing. Mm-hmm. Especially in a months. movie, like, it'll be five minutes, one minute Honestly, montage, and yeah. I'll be like, oh, let's say, at the beginning, you couldn't run this mile in, you're running it in three minutes. And like, then, like, five minutes later, you're running it in I'm two like, minutes. Huh? I'm like, wow, So, okay, like, this, yeah, even though it, it was, like, peak feel-good, mm-hmm. the reality of it, the fact that they, they stretch, because at first, I was like, wow, they're really stretching this montage. They're stretching this shit. Because we, if we're being honest, 
we know he's gonna get to that we know point. exactly we know where he's gonna but end but it's up. like this is like it makes it real like it makes us it makes it feel real yeah and the fact that like before he actually had that break there were more there was more than one failure yeah it's typically oh you know you you have that initial peak you have your big failure yeah. then, you come back from the failure you know, and, and you're blown you're blown this not well what they added started to add for the sake of like telling a good story is that he failed twice like mm-hmm. he had two opportunities and both of those tanked but in the midst of all that he was still able to do some good work yeah. and i love that because life isn't all black and white it's not like okay you're bad and then it's good and then it's awesome now you can like still be failing but good things can still be happening yeah, for you in a different context word. like you may have lost that game you may have you know messed up that game but the good things that he did do they were still working for him outside of the mm. game and it all came together he got his call um he was able to get drafted at the last minute at the last uh, they didn't have to wait till last minute. think talking about that last scene adam sandler's character that could have gone either way because mm-hmm. he could have just been like there's like an exhaustion that comes from like yeah i thought it was about you, to give up you know like there, and he if did, he did, did if surprised. he did i would be fine with it really? because like there's an exhaustion that comes with like he's been trying and trying and trying like he said he's been in the industry for 30 years bro and this was about to be that big break and like they were almost there and then the flop and yeah i was like yeah bro we got you an extra game like you gotta show up if we're being honest there's an exhaustion that comes with that i could tell when he was talking he was like bro he's he's not here he's already in line he's already in line he's about to board the plane bro freeze man like he was already exhausted like he wasn't trying to like go through this again just to fail yeah but then you know the movie's thankful for his friend who told him bro is the place still on the ground guy yes say nothing bro word and that's how we support your friends even when like that's how life is man like i feel like with that i mean it's obviously easier said than done but it's like you keep failing but like when you keep like failing quote it Mm -hmm. can take a toll on you it does take a toll on you i've reached a point where it's like okay like just don't get to that lowest point where you feel like all hope is lost because it's not lost bro like it's not lost sure like it can if you can go again and you can still feel again but just keep doing that just keep doing it man word man word up you never know 30 years man 30 years 30 years (laughs) damn but you came through bro it was a good movie hustle like but I just, I just, the only thing I, if I'm being real, for me personally, is I just don't like the fact that oh, people have to suffer so long. That's life. That's life. That that's life. It sucks, but that's life. That is why I always say, There are a lot of people man, who go through this mm-hmm. and still don't make it. Facts. And that's why we have, I have to say that, like, regardless, I think even if he didn't blow, this man wouldn't have been a miserable man. He wouldn't be miserable after this. Like, he said, he said, who, Bo or, like, Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler. Bo would yeah, have like, blown in Spain, regardless, bro, after like, all this. Like, that's the thing. I, I agree with that, because, like, when, like, Bo was about to leave, Adam Sandler was like, this has been the best month of my of life. Of his life. So just that, I, that's why, I, that's why I was like, yeah, this, this guy, like, you can tell the character that he loves the game. Mm-hmm. Because the highs and lows are part of the game. It's part of the game, it's but part it's of still, sports. It's still, but he's like, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, that's the word. So like, he wouldn't have been miserable. Sure, he might have like, had to do like a desk job or something. Or, or just, change careers. You know, but, he would have been at least be able to look back on and he would still yeah. have his connections to this day Word. we can talk to him about the game and that's why i just want to say like even if you're having a hard time in that mark you want to stay in that place where you still love what it is you're doing 
and even if you, you decide to like strive in a lane that you don't love but mm. you, still, you still make that decision like, okay this this for me find things outside of that lane that you love that keep Honestly, you, that's that keep your right. life happy so even if you have it you tell or you don't have it you, you have it or you don't have it there are things that are always gonna make you happy right. because at the end of the day that's just you being like it's like okay I like wearing red shirts <laughs> you know yeah. but you know I also like ice cream but like rain, <laughs> wearing red shirts gives me you know proper calm and clarity and sure. I can be myself so even if there's no more ice cream bro I can always wear my red shirt sure. and I can always be okay sure. nobody can take my red shirt from me sure. no ice cream ice cream it's cool I got my red shirt so everybody has to find their red shirt you get me all out of red all out of red what a way to end the episode that was hard bro Cardi <laughs> yeah BYSL you know what it is Shine. <laughs> uh, but yeah that was Hustle I don't even know who directed this film yeah. it didn't say they didn't really like loud it like that. I mean, there's like a genre of movies like that now. Like they don't really focus on who directed it. That know? is interesting. Yeah, they say nothing about the movie, man. In terms of who directed it. But I like Tussle a lot. Cinematography is Zach Mulligan. Yeah, they do not do Jeremiah Zagar. Never heard of Jeremiah Zagar, but Jeremiah Zagar, he did a good job. Alright, that is this is the end of the episode. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks, guys. I said watch. <laughs> it is what it is. Watch today in your mind. Yeah. Word. Peace.